Hey, how's it going? This is Bobby. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Bobby and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers, my love. Would you like me if my name was Bobby, not Billy? I like you, so What if my name, name was Bubby? We would or I have a nephew whose name, or he's a cousin, whose name is Booger. Huh? That's a nickname. But he call, he introduced himself as Booger. No. Yeah. I don't know that. I did. When I would talk to him when we were children, I'd be like, he we'd be, I'd be like, hey, I'm Billy. And he'd be like, yeah, what's up? I'm Booger to like other people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, how's it going? This is Booger. And I'm Jen. Hey, let's call it out with Booger and Jen. I'm not changing my name, man. <laughs> oh, so I'm very, Jan. I'm oh, consistent. But do you want to tell the podcast world how when we were dating, you literally, literally considered changing your your first name to your middle name, Renee. It wasn't when we were dating. It was when I was, right yeah. before I was moving here. We were we were actually married at that time. But um, yeah. no, you, could, you could change your name to Jen. You'd be Serenity by Jan. You know, The Office? <laughs> no, oh, I, yeah. She's, it wasn't Jan. I was going to change my name to Renee, my middle name. I don't you know, know Jan on The Office did a candle company called Serenity by Jan. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, I love you. Cheers. Uh, okay. We're just cheersing it up. We're Worst intro ever. <laughs> what are you talking about? Cheers. Bobby over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, thanks for listening you to Coffee really, Talk. You look really sexy this morning. Why do I look sexy? I don't know. You just do. You have a glow about you this morning. That doesn't make any sense. Your skin looks good. Oh, I know what it is. What? Six hours in a bonfire yesterday. That's what I'm in saying. Yeah, I was in it. <laughs> your what, eyes look a little, your eyes look a little more bluer skin. than no, normal. We, um, your for, chest looks very nice with your necklace. Well, thank you for the compliments, uh-huh. love. You your cute. chest looks perfect in every way. <laughs> As it's wrapped in a in rope. In fact, all of my childhood dreams are wrapped up in that chest. <laughs> <laughs> you need some therapy, man. I, I get it in that chest. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, a never-ending, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know what happened yesterday? Seren and I and Caleb, we did the inaugural bonfire on the property at the ranch. So I built a bonfire pit last week. Well, I've been building it periodically, but I built it last week and it's awesome. Dug a pit, put concrete blocks around it, then added like um, really nice like stonework to it and um, lit it up. And then we decided because we were out there just doing the bonfire, like there's tons of weeds in the back. And we're like, let's just pull these weeds and throw them on there. So we literally, when I say like a trash can, like a big, massive, like industrial trash can full of weeds, that's what it was. And so that bonfire burned for six hours. So we did all the weeds, and then I was out there last night till about 10.45 p.m. Just, I don't know, man. There's something like very, what's the word? Spiritual? Um, Therapeutic. Therapeutic. Therapeutic, also like One rustic. with nature. I don't want to say animalistic, but like very like, <laughs> yeah, that's the wrong word. It's too early. I need more coffee. Like just that raw kind of like man in nature, building fire. I don't know. Woodsman? Huh? Woodsman? I don't know what you're saying. What is it? Lost in the Wild? What is the TV show? That alone? You, alone. Yeah, yeah. You were, you were one with nature. But I wasn't alone. I mean, literally right in front of us is this beautiful house with all the amenities we need in life. But I mean, it was just, yeah, there's something about it. So I was out there all day doing the bonfire on our day off. So that was beautiful. What a blessing. Well, a beautiful man. You're a blessing. <laughs> uh, your chest is a blessing. <laughs> why? why did, you started you it. You can't get past the... Oh, you started it. You know what? I just said you look really great. You look really like you're glowing. Your and you start talking about my chest and then you, I, I hate You hate when I say you look cute, but like the Timmy, that's just like, sometimes you just look cute. Um, yeah, I don't think guys like to be called cute. cute. No. Yeah, it's a thing, babe. Yeah, babe. Cheers to you and the week that was. Truly, I couldn't. I could have not. I could have not. I couldn't have Golf gotten clap. through. Cheers. 
Cheers. Without you, my love. We had a Mother's Day weekend, which for many would know, we own a florist slash plant shop slash candle shop. And it was literally the busiest season we'll have all year probably. Mother mayhem madness. Oh, yeah. You you kept walking around your shop. Vic told me this because she walked in uh, one, and you know I was in and out all the time, but you operate. You're there all day, and you were like, not everyone has a lover, but everyone has a mother. <laughs> <laughs> and man, that was getting people real good. You know, yeah. customers were eating. Because I up. mean, it was you. We could not purchase enough flowers, and we went to the warehouses and local insane. farms. You could not. We had the entire shop. We have a two thousand square foot retail shop. It was filled with flowers I, in the back rooms. I mean, there was no room to walk. We had so many flowers, and you couldn't keep them. Just flying, flying off the shelf, just gone. Like it was insanity, babe. And people, people will pay. Whatever. Not everyone has a lover, but everyone has a mother. And then I was like, or two, or three. Like I have or to four. get. We got gifts for my mom, my mother, my my mother in law. Oh yeah, um, I had my grandma. Did you um, give her flowers? <laughs> No, but Jim, will you tell them what we did for Mother's Day for you? We killed it all day. Yeah, I mean, it was so wonderful. <laughs> I came in on Sunday at the end of the day to close the shop. Me and the kids like joined her. That was whatever. She's like, for Mother's Day, could all the family, it would be so fun like just to be at the shop together. Because I mean, for us, Mother's Day is full on. Yeah. And, and I was able to let like one of the- Caleb didn't Sandra, show. Sandra, yeah. the famous Sandra was able to go home early. Yeah, she your number worked, one florist. So anyways, we- we we were able to like come in and like we did all like cleaned up and stuff. It was kind of fun, you know, while she's still working. And then, um, and then I looked. I was like, "Should we take some flowers home?" I was like, "Babe, please take some flowers home." And then she's like, "You literally, you're like not interested because you're like I can sell those and make money, and so you just don't, you don't want. Flowers. I'll buy myself flowers. I still you don't want flowers. And I literally flowers. looked at Sandra, who's on flowers. I'm like, should I just like pay you? Do you know how much money we lose if I pay for flowers? First of all, because we pay sales tax. Like for me to buy flowers, it's literally if it costs fifty bucks, it's literally costing us about eighty five dollars at the end of the lane. Bottom bottom line, it's how much it costs us for us to buy our own flowers. It makes no sense, and yet you just won't you won't take them. Well, I'll, I'll get my own flowers. At some Tell point. them what our Mother's Day looked like, though. It oh, it was, was beautiful. We went to dinner. I wanted this seafood salad that I love. Duke's Chowder House in Bellevue. Which people sometimes have, like, I get one or one or two responses. They hate it or love it. But they have it's a so good. they have it a seafood so chopped salad that will change your life, ladies and gentlemen, with a vinaigrette dressing, with sourdough bread on the side, P.S. All the, does it have, um, like, chicken, shrimp, all of it? No chicken. It's all seafood. Oh, so like shrimp, seafood, shrimp, scallops. Scallops, which so grilled good. scallops and that thing mm. with veggies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then we we took our time at dinner. What did I get at the seafood restaurant? Patty melt. Patty melt. Dude, it was Oh, it's so good. I cannot explain. You are the classic all American man. Like there's just there's except I'm Italian, but whatever. But I love it. Okay, moving on. Oh, I got to open sweet cards. You know, every mother. We know mothers want on on Valentine's Day, on Mother's Day, sex. Yes, that too. What what mothers truly want on on Mother's Day is cards from their children. Yeah. Like I'm still after all these years, I, that's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? What was your um, prizes? I got prizes. I got gift cards. All my favorite places: Home Goods. I got Lululemon, mm-hmm. Nordstrom Rack. You know the things. What that else we did love. you get? Did Caleb go to dinner? Oh, you bought me, my love, a another carpet. So I have one, mm-hmm. and then I needed one more. So we bought matching carpets. What else did you get? I don't know. Has anyone else okay. done that? Like, oh, you she's know, not naming instead them of one large one, you're missing two the gifts medium. from your one daughter and your son completely. And oh, like, time spent together. So they're going to take me to dinner. Each of them separately. On oh, a date. I can't wait. 
I love that. That literally is like kind of your love language, right? Now when yeah. they're like grown, like I get yeah. to just like be with them. Because Serena's like, should I just get her something else? I'm like, I'm telling you, she would love for you yes. just to like, mom, I'm taking you to dinner. I'd be like, score. So I hope all the mothers had a beautiful Mother's Day. Yeah. And, you know, this this holiday can bring on like a lot of emotions, like sadness of lost mother or moms who are still trying to have babies. Sure. And, you know, so I just, I'm cheering you on out there and praying for you. And we're going to, it's going to be the best year yet. Yeah. This was probably one of the most unique Mother Days we ever had. We woke up at 5 a.m. because what happened is on Saturday, the day before Mother's Day, you sold all your flowers at the shop, at all the shops. All of the different locations, there was no flowers, literally no flowers, which I thought was an impossibility when I saw how much we spent on flowers uh-huh. and how many flowers were around. And then we come in Saturday night and you're like, I got nothing. So we woke up at five, we got ready for church, fully ready. We were out the door by 5.45 a.m. We drove to Seattle together, sipping our coffee. Coffee, um, darling. We went to the warehouses, multiple warehouses, got all the flowers we could. Then we drove back to the shop in Kirkland and loaded all those flowers. One of the girls met us in there and started and then we locked that up. We took, no, this is a big day, babe. Then we drove to our another location, Woodenville, and we dropped off flowers there. And then from there, we went to and got egg bites at a coffee shop and coffee. And then we went <laughs> Why to church. Are we saying then all we these showed things? up to church at 9 a.m. and we got things ready. You set, <laughs> Why up are like we a, you set up like a picture wall for the mothers who were coming to church. And what? then. Then you and I, for the first time ever since we did 116 Church, we we talked together on Sunday morning on the stage. We did like a discussion. And then after that, you went straight to the shop. And then I helped break down some stuff. And then we all convened at the shop around 4 o'clock and we cleaned <laughs> yeah. up everything. And then at 5.30, we left the shop and we went and got coffees. And the boys joined us. And so little Ren was there. And then we drove from there to Bellevue. And we went to our reservation. And we sat at dinner for two hours. And then we came home and it was, from, it was 9 p.m. So we went from literally... 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Mother's Day. And then at about 10 p.m., we all convened in the hot tub. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, the whole family was in the hot tub, yeah. What a day. Everybody was in the hot tub. Everybody, everybody all, was in the hot tub. I mean, all five of us. I mean, you happiness. act like that's a ton. You're like, everybody? No, yeah. That's the best Mother's Day ever, yeah. you know. It, it was, was pr- so fun. I was, hope everyone had a good one. It was a full What did we get night. into this morning? You know, enough about all. Yeah, our, why were our, you? Why our, were you giving me the speed it well, up? Well, you know, symbol. it's like, do you really share all the details of what your life is? Do whatever wants our podcast. Really care about all those things? I don't know. I don't, but, care. I don't think you fast forward. Yeah, but it's there our you go. podcast, man. This is what we do. That's what we do. I mean, I'm not doing this. I mean, no one's paying me. <laughs> so, so then I reserve the right to do whatever I feel like I want to do. <laughs> and you know what? Just the P.S. It got sunny yesterday. It, that was a blessing. Beautiful. Sunny and and on Sunday, that yeah. was a blessing Sunny in Seattle. It has been really difficult weather around here. Well, always I feel like March, April, May, it like the weather just, is just schizophrenic. I think Seattleites are, are our hopes are so high for sunshine and it gets crushed because it's so much rain. Okay, so. here's what I'm thinking we should do for today what on Coffee we do, Talk darling? with How, Billy and Jennifer. What is it that we're um, going to get into this morning? Have you ever had someone make a yes. comment and it's exactly what you needed to hear at that moment? Has that ever happened to you? Like, like you're just you. Know, it could be random. It could be like you're not even having. Babe, a conversation. I do that with you every day. I wouldn't say every day, but you certainly <laughs> know. You've certainly done that. But like, okay, like this is just a comment, and it's like, like it's like, oh my god, like that's like, okay, has anyone walked up to you and just randomly like, hey, I don't, I don't know if this means anything to you, but I just need to tell you, it's not your fault. And you're like, oh god, <laughs> like right, like it's just like. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd be like, yeah. 
Uh, it probably is. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> like they make a comment it and fault. it seems just kind of like, okay, like that's just a good thought. But it's like for you, it's, it's like, timely okay, word. I feel like you did that on Sunday with the moms right before we were starting our conversation. I was like, babe, any advice you'd give to moms, one mother to a mother, you've been a mom for 20 something years, 22 years. Like, and you go, yeah, um, you're doing better than you think. And I was like, oh, that probably for someone in that room was like, it's just one of those comments where it's like you needed it in that moment like you're um uh, okay i mean i've have you ever been working at a job and an employer or a supervisor or a boss or the owner comes and I was like hey i just want i really appreciate all the hard work you've been doing like you're like thank you you know like it's just something um uh i remember some you know and someone saying to me years ago like hey it's okay to cry <laughs> you know and then i think of that moment i started to cry I'm like can i can they need to um or someone coming up to you someone coming up to you just randomly like a stranger is like hey i don't know you but i just got a feeling something big's coming in your future and you're like weird but also thank you like have you ever had someone yeah. make a comment and it's just exactly what you needed to hear in that moment i feel like i have eight random thoughts this morning and i think perchance it might just be exactly what you need to hear today so that's what i want to kind of do i i came across these like as i was set about the bonfire yesterday i kind of scrolled through different things and i researched different things and i brought out a book out there and i had these kind of like eight thoughts i was like you know what i bet you one of these thoughts is exactly what someone needs to hear yeah. today so here we are you're listening to this on wednesday may 11th which is i don't know what the significance of that day is but um maybe this is exactly what you need to hear today, right? I'm here for it. Okay, so number one. And then we could talk about them and maybe we could just move on and maybe that's all we do. Maybe we just say all these things and that's it. And it's, it's a great podcast. And someone's like, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. <laughs> or, or, you know, we have some conversation. Number one, difficult lessons will be tomorrow's blessings. Ooh. Difficult lessons, kind of rhymes, will be tomorrow's blessings. It sounds like what my mom would tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Or my grandmother. Um. Hard situations, circumstances make us strong. Yes. That's just a fact. And so, okay, I'm going to do a Bible study tonight with a bunch of dudes who are going to come over to the house and we do this once a month. And that's one of the things I'll talk about. It's like hard things are hard, right? They're difficult, but they make us strong. They make us better. Um, mm-hmm. You know what else makes us strong? Rest. That's truth. Can I? T- There's so much I'm productivity. I'm a lot of that right now. Yeah, I, and I've been watching you this last day, and, and this, and you're t- you're not going to the shop today. There's so much productivity and genuine rest, and there's so yeah. much power that comes from actual rest. Now, I'm not talking laziness, but you know, one of the things that makes us strong is the ability to rest. If all you do is keep going, going, going. Okay, I have a friend, um, Wiley Cortez, who we need to interview on this podcast. Um, he. Do it. He has this statement. He has a company called Make Moves, Not Statements. And that's literally his life. But he's like, he's like, I don't grind. I hustle and flow. <laughs> I was like, dude, I love it. He's like, I'm not about that grind life. He's like, but it's just, I flow. I hustle and flow. Like, I, I stay busy, but it's a flow. Like, you, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he does that because he's able to rest. And dude, him and his wife, Rachel, like, they'll get away a lot. They go to Cali a lot. They just got back. Like, they take, the, they're, they're intentional about resting so they can be productive, can be powerful. So, anyways, maybe you need to hear that today. Difficult lessons I will like, be tomorrow's I like to blessings. flow too. I, Have you ever had a difficult lesson, babe, that turned in tomorrow's blessing? Like, can you think of something off the, off the cuff? Uh, yeah, labor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Having Three a baby? Three times. Having that baby pushing it out, you know what I mean? That is that's some difficult moments. Dude, that is with, maybe uh, the best example you could ever find the in this life. blessing in store, you know what I mean? Okay, this might be exactly what you need to hear today. Stop expecting honesty from people who aren't honest with themselves. 
Hey-o. That dropped the mic. <clears throat> yeah. Here's and here's what I'm saying. A lot of times uh, over life, over time, I've had relationships where people just aren't honest with themselves. But I, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to have an honest conversation with those people. I'm trying to be like, hey, can we just? But they're not even being honest with themselves. And I, I, I find myself like getting so frustrated, right? Or getting so like, I don't understand. But it's like, if people aren't willing to be honest with themselves, then go ahead and stop expecting honesty from them like just they're not even gonna be honest with themselves so like essentially it's kind of like this trust is earned it's not automatic i've learned this over life yeah trust is earned it's not automatic like trust in people now okay if you want to step into trust in god we're talking about faith yeah and that's a totally different story and i could argue that god earned our trust a long time ago on a cross and so that's where my faith is anchored and no matter what happens i have this 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 anchor which is my faith but i'm talking people humans yeah Trust is earned. I've never, growing up with my parents, my dad would tell me, he's like, Billy, as long as you don't break my trust, I'll keep giving it to you. He'd let me go different places. He'd let me stay out later at night. He's like, but the moment you break my trust, this, I'm going to pull back. It doesn't mean I don't love you, but you're not going to have the liberties and the, 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 you know, like. Freedoms. Freedoms that I'm giving you now if you break my trust. Um, trust is earned. And so it's kind of like with people, it's like my trust with every person in the world is on loan. Now, listen, that sounds like, oh, you're, you're untrusting. No, no, no. It's on loan. I feel like if people give you, if people are honest well, with you. Well, that's what trust is. That's I what mean, it is. You, it's all if it people is. are honest with you, then you loan your trust. But that's not a permanent gift. It can, it can completely be Because people will moment. get dishonest yeah. if they do, and if they break your trust at some point. And here's what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is like if you're giving your trust mm-hmm. and you're trying to be honest with people who are not being honest with themselves or with you, I'm essentially just saying like permission to stop. Permission to stop. It doesn't mean you have to be offended. It doesn't mean you have to be hurt. But like stop giving trust to people who aren't trustworthy. Is that too, Am I saying too much? Do you agree or disagree? Maybe I'm saying too much. You're kind of staring at me all funny. Well, I Explain think- Explain your stare. I think- well, you, I think that can lean into a very cynical lifestyle too. It could. So, but do you just randomly, do you just, right, do you, right. do you I condone totally, just 100% giving your trust to anyone and everyone all the time? I totally, that's what toxic what relationships yep. are for because you're trusting people that are not, they're not even being honest with and themselves, but you're putting all your you. trust, you're putting all your trust mm-hmm. and you keep getting hurt and you keep getting let down. And at some point it's like, Hey, Absolutely. you could still love, do you think, okay, let me ask you, is it possible to still love someone, be affectionate with someone, care for someone and not give them full hundred percent trust? Is that possible? Can you care for someone and not trust them fully? Yeah. I think you can. Yeah. I mean. You're shaking your head no, babe, but. Well, I'm thinking about scenarios, but um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. There are people that I genuinely wish well and care for, but I don't actually trust them 100%. So like, I'm not going to be say honest with them. I'm not going to be 100% honest with them because they're not honest with That's a huge majority of our life. That's with people. I mean, because right. again, there's probably a small circle of close friends and family that that you fully you know, trust. And even those people have hurt you or broken your trust, but you, you work through those moments. That's what makes great relationships is you work through the hard moments, maybe a broken trust, and then you move forward. Yeah. Um, and I, and, and I guess I, I'm feeling that there's no relationship that any of us will ever have that we won't have broken trust at some point in that relationship. Meaning you said you would do something and you didn't do it. It oh could be God. very simple or but very But one large. incident doesn't betray trust. Right. But I'm saying- that's what, I think that's where I'm getting stuck on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. times where you've broken my trust, I've broken your trust, and you navigate through that. And I mean, right. no one's 100% trustworthy, by the way. But yeah, I'm talking see, about- I don't trust anybody 100%. <laughs> um, I probably trust you 100%, babe. I mean, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm saying. 
if someone's not being honest with themselves, stop trying to have honest conversations with them. If someone's not being honest with themselves, because that to me is like, hey, if you're not going to be honest with yourself, it's okay. That would have been six years ago when our marriage really, really, really took a mm-hmm. really was hard is you were not being honest with yourself. And so I finally was like, right. listen, I don't know what else to say. I can't. And I, I didn't have the solutions and I couldn't even articulate it now after we've seen wonderful counselor and, and gone through a lot of work, we, we could probably articulate it way better what right. was going on, but we didn't know in the moment, right? Totally. Okay. Here's another one. Maybe this is exactly what you need to hear today. Making someone look bad never makes you look good. That is so good. So true. Yeah, we do it all the time. Like we try and like make ourselves look good by making someone look bad, which I or think- Or taking the credit for something that you didn't, you have no business taking the credit for. That's real. Isn't it? Why do we do that? Why do people do that? Because of insecurity. insecurity. Yeah. And I think this is insecurity's most childish tactic uh-huh. is making someone look bad because you think it'll make you look good. Never. Never. In fact, I would argue the it's opposite. It's the opposite. Making someone look good makes you look good. Even when they don't deserve to look good, maybe. Sure. And you're like, well, I didn't get the credit. The credit will come. You have the credit and you know, you know, you know the truth. That's right. I mean, that's a big one. Okay. Maybe this is exactly what you need to hear today. Only explain yourself to those who want to listen. Be silent with those who are determined to misunderstand you. That's really good. I mean, maybe you're driving your car right now, and this is exactly what you need to hear today. Only explain yourself to those who want to listen. Be silent with those who are determined to misunderstand you. Do you know there are some relationships in life where people are just looking to misunderstand you? What did you mean by that? Why would you say that? Have you ever, I mean, like, uh-huh. it's like, they're just actually, and maybe they're, maybe they're kind of diabolical or maybe they just, it's a bad habit for them. Mm-hmm. But you say something and they're like, I don't understand why would you say that? I mean, I've had relationships over this over the years and it is, and it's it is. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. Because no matter what you do, it just seems like they're looking for a misunderstanding. And so I love this thought. because They're looking for a problem. I have spent so many hours trying to explain myself to people who aren't listening. They're literally just trying, like everything I'm saying, I feel like it's like I'm in a court of law and they're tallying it up. And I say one wrong word and I can see their eyes light up. I'm like, oh God, I didn't, I didn't mean that. And it's because like, they're like, ah, got you, got you. So what I hear you saying is, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever done that? Wow. That's real. So I love this thought and of I think, like. I think that a lot of people can relate with that when they're in a toxic kind of like a business culture, work culture, you know, there's just this hierarchy that's just very, very toxic. I don't know what it is, and maybe it's a human condition that you can help me explain. What is it in certain people, or maybe in all of us in different seasons, that is looking for a reason to be upset or offended? What is it? Like, they're looking for, like, maybe they're hurt, or mm-hmm. maybe they feel owed. Yeah. But they're like, it's like, I feel like I'll be, have some conversations, and I'm like, you, I feel like I'm literally like, a, you know, like in an interview, and I have to be super careful, because I feel like they're looking for a reason to be upset with me. And so I want to be like, I have to choose my words so carefully and the thought that maybe you need to hear today is like instead just be silent mm. maybe just don't say anything to those people okay i don't know how accurate this and is i always say you don't or, and don't take maybe don't explain don't try to explain yourself sometimes you just there's just no point in trying to explain 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 reason reason it's like like you said just it's move forward um you know who has a really great and I knock on wood, but has a really great ah. reputation and has for a long time. Sorry, dog. Um, um, in Hollywood is Denzel Washington. Now, I don't know much about him. I do think he's probably a person of faith. And But like I've noticed Denzel Washington, there's very little kind of like, 
Um, you know how so many people say stuff, they do things, and it just comes back to bite them, and, and, the, and the media just blows it all up. I mean, we could just go down the line, you know. And it, it dawned on me, I was, and I'm just, and maybe I'm wrong, but Denzel Washington does, and I think I've read this somewhere, does, has done very, very few interviews, public interviews, very few. They, I've read one somewhere that he only will do like the mandatory like interviews for like a movie that he's doing. And then if you ever listen to his interviews, he's very kind of just, he doesn't offer a ton. He doesn't say a ton. And when people are like kind of like grabbing him, like you'll see like clips of Denzel Washington where they ask him certain things. He's kind of very brief and just kind of, you know what I'm saying? And I wonder if Denzel, Denzel Washington has learned, like, mm-hmm. listen, man, the media is looking mm-hmm. to people misunderstand looking, me. Yeah. They're looking to take my words and be like, what did you mean by that? Why would you say something like that? And they're looking to get offended. They're looking to hold against me. So he's just, for the most part, Denzel Washington, for most of his career, I don't know how old he is now, but he's been kind of silent. In media, and I would say served him pretty well. Yeah, like people can't misunderstand what you don't say to them. <laughs> like I suppose they could, you know, we go That's so far, really but true. Uh, people will go so far as to misunderstand. Like, why won't you say anything? But there, it's just at that point, it's just all conjecture because like I didn't, I didn't say anything. Like I mean, you know, what I'm saying like so. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times during um during the pandemic, you know, as a leader in our community, both of us, like I just chose not to say things on social media. Yeah. And I had a lot of contemporaries that were saying a lot. And I'll tell you what, man, it went one way or the other for him. And for us, I remember someone saying to me like, dude, I know you're not really saying much. I'm like, I'll just do. Honestly, people totally misinterpret what we say. And if they're looking to misunderstand you, they will. So maybe just be silent with those who are determined to misunderstand you. So right. Maybe that's what you need to hear today. All right. Want to do another one? He's 67, by the way. Wow. Wow. Denzel? Mm-hmm. How good does he look for 67? Really good. Oh, oh man. Oh. Yeah, Vic. Vic. <laughs> Vic's like really, really good. Um, okay, how about this one? <laughs> what, how about this one? Maybe you need to hear this. Whatever you lose while maintaining your boundaries and belief is probably for the best. Absolutely. Whatever you lose while maintaining your boundaries and beliefs is probably for the best. Always so can I ask you a best. question right now, real time, in, po- in, in the coffee talk? Can yeah. we, we take a break here, real quick? Yeah. What are you reading? Your note. I'm reading your notes. Oh, you're reading the thoughts yeah. I sent you. Oh, I'm literally like, you seem so distracted. I'm like, are you reading an email? No. Are you literally making moves? <laughs> are you? Li- I literally am like, she's like ordering flowers right now. I am she's so texting here, the girls at the shop. It's security coming through. Yeah. I'm here, babe. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to misunderstand you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe that's why you're being silent. <laughs> Do I not entertain you? I'm sorry. Am I not interesting you? Babe, look at yourself. Okay, yeah. Touche. Wow, real time. Real life illustration. Wow. Whatever you lose while maintaining your boundaries and belief is probably for the best. Always for the best. You think it's always for the best? Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, you don't lose. You may lose feeling... you know, popular or wanted in the moment by the, the social environment you're in, or you're like feeling awkward because you're not going along with what they, you know, whatever uh-huh. it is. But that's so small compared to if you were to give in to social pressure to say something. And that's so Or real. even peer pressure if you're younger to maybe act out and do something. Have you felt that pressure from social media where like someone's like, it's national something day? Any day. I mean, there's a national day for the National for Rock Day, National Leaf Day, National Donut Day, National Daughter Day, National Woman's Day, National Man's Day, National Son's Day, National Wife's Day, National Husband's Day. It's just, it's, it's never ends. And I don't know who comes up with them and makes them, but someone's made it. And then people start to post on social media. And I have genuinely felt the pressure. 
Like if I don't follow suit and post and say something, then people are like, wow, do you even love your daughter? Didn't even say anything on National Daughters Day. Well, I tell my daughter every day that I love her, but today you've told me it's National Daughters Day. So if I don't, I'm dishonoring her, right? Totally. Like it's this whole thought. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, how much are you willing to compromise versus how much is worth compromising? And I think when it comes to like my beliefs and my boundaries, boundaries is a big deal for me. Like you have to have boundaries in life. Like people, you have to have a boundary. Boundaries are healthy, by the way. Yeah, boundaries equal a healthy life. Right. I mean, healthy, healthy life. So sometimes I think we ask ourselves, like, how much am I willing to compromise? And yeah. then I also think, how much is worth compromising? Because there's certain things that are not worth compromising mm-hmm. on. Now, okay, if you challenge, you have a, you had a you had a thought. Well, this on I just, it's National Shrimp Day. Today? Yeah. <laughs> you were looking it up. It's freaking National Shrimp Day today. And, and National Clean Up Your Room Day. Oh, P.S. Sweet Serenity. <laughs> Who makes it up? No, no. You're going to make shrimp tonight. That's I mean, I'm certainly going to make shrimps. I didn't realize. <laughs> Why do you have an S at the end of shrimp? It's just shrimp. Oh, these shrimps are going to be delicious. <laughs> National Shrimp Day, oh, ladies I love and gentlemen. Shrimp Day. It's National, National Shrimp Day. National. May tenth is National Shrimp Day, according to according to whoever National. we think. National. Okay, and maybe this is what you need to hear on National Shrimp Day. Let's go with this one. <laughs> don't get worked up about disrespect from people you don't know. Don't get worked up about disrespect from people you don't know or I have this or people you don't respect. What do you think about that? How's that hit you, Jen? I'm confused. You're very, you, you keep giving me extremely <laughs> pensive looks. I don't know if it's so early that you cannot fathom what I'm saying. She's still tired. She literally, like, every time I do it, you look up and you open your mouth like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we want to impress people we don't even know? No, that, that I'm not That's what on. I'm saying. Like, what is it in us? I can I just say we want to impress people. I don't we don't know even if it's forty-two know. years old. I don't care what you think. Right. Like okay, I care. Go, girl. I do. I care. <laughs> I care. Like I would never want to do something to hurt somebody. That I care. But like, if you're gonna be all about not liking this about me, and you don't like this, and you don't like how this, sure, feedback's great. But people who I trust for that feedback but at the end of the day everything else everyone else i'm just like I, I i can't like life's too short you know what i mean like how do you feel about that i do i had a guy come up to me on sunday who i've never met it was the first time at church and he made some comments and he was he was i mean he was cordial enough and stuff and when he got done making this comments, he's like can you receive that constructive criticism he goes can you can you receive that constructive criticism and i said i'm sorry again what was your name and he's like oh my name is so-and-so i'm like okay nice to meet you i was like how many times have you come to this church? And he's like, this is my first time. I'm like, great. Why don't you come back and then we can talk? I was literally like, like yeah, I, I'm sorry, life. man. Like, I don't even know you're you. So, so yeah, like I can talk. He and he's like, no, I appreciate it. I was like, hey, you're I really so appreciate what you're saying. Speaking to but like, men. if you're asking me, like, am I receiving your, con- yeah. I'm like, dude, what was your name again? I don't even know you. Now, okay, for instance, we have good friends. We have people in our community that come out like, hey, Billy, could I maybe say I'm like, absolutely. And I think we need to be open to receiving that. I think we need to be open. But I literally, yes. this guy's name was Willie, and I can say it because I'll never probably meet him again. But And he was cordial. He wasn't being like, some people just are on it. But he's like, he's like, he wanted to give me constructive criticism. And he's like, can you receive that? I'm like, 
I literally, my first question was like, okay, what was your name again? <laughs> like making up. No, I did make, of course. <laughs> I do forget the name Willie. Um, cause I'm like, my name is Billy. He's like, my name's Willie. I'm like, wow. But I mean, it was, I'm, I was making a point like, bro, I'm sorry. Like, dude, you, you I don't actually even hope, know I me. think you're so good about like confrontational moments and confronting something that's especially said, with men. especially with men. Like it's so refreshing. Mm-hmm. I hope he comes back because I think men who are strong, who actually have another man call their BS, BS. Um, and they come back. I think they'll come back and be like, okay, he called my BS BS. I'm here for it. Let's do this. I'll be back next Sunday. Like, so it's, that was great, babe. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks you for that. I mean, that's, I was, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for validation. That was good. Um, good on you. Why? Okay. Vic, when I said, you know, Jen, you go, I don't care. And Vic goes, you, you, you're like, I kind of do. Let no, me ask I you this. Of. I absolutely do. Okay. But let me ask you this. <laughs> How much time are you wasting <clears throat> caring what people care what they think when they don't care. So here's the thing. Right. Um, so how yeah, much? One more time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that didn't All right, relax. Um, people care <laughs> when they don't. Well, you're caring. Why would you try and impress people who don't even care? Really? So this yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, like you're that. you're like I'm I care what they think, and I'm saying to you, but there's a lot of people that you care what they think, and they're not thinking about you. They don't care. But you're, but you're trying to impress them or you're trying to make sure that they're okay. And the truth of it is they don't, they don't care. It's this whole thought, like, why are we trying? Well, they are, should. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're saying. But we get worked up from disrespect yeah. from people we don't know and people we don't respect. Here's another thing. People are going to be disrespectful to us in life and kind of write us off. And if I don't have respect for you, I'm, I'm done, like, using value and virtue. Like, why would they say that? Like, dude, here's the thing. Okay, it's like marriage advice. Someone gives you bad marriage advice. I'm like, well, you're not even married. so I'm not going to lose any sleep over what you're saying because you're like, and I feel like we can waste so much time over disrespectful moments from people who, if you're being honest, you don't respect them. And that doesn't mean bad. I can, I just be honest. I don't respect everybody. Not everyone merits my respect. Now everyone should merit my kindness, right? We should be kind. I don't know. Unconditional love. No, No. I don't think everyone merits my unconditional love. That's Jesus. God gives well, his unconditional love to everyone. Like no one merits, not everyone merits my unconditional love. There's actually very few people on yeah, this planet right. Right. that have merited my unconditional love. I am not oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, a that's a big deal. <laughs> I don't give unconditional love to everyone. I can't. I'm human. Now, I should try and give kindness. Yeah, not everyone. And like this broad, like, <laughs> I should try and give this broad love. Like, you know what, man? I love you because God loves you. Like, that's, I should really strive for that. But unconditional love? Babe, I barely give you and my children unconditional love. And I'm striving for that. But there are points where it's like our love can be conditional, right? And it shouldn't be because I'm trying to love you the best. But no, no, that's 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 a category reserved for no, God no. himself. But how often are we trying to gain the respect of people who don't even respect us? I mean, at what point? Are, point. I mean, it sounds kind of harsh and it sounds kind of like, and I know like if Mother Teresa were in here, she'd be like, you, you know, she would say the, but I'm just saying, like in real life, maybe it's something you need to hear today. Stop trying to stop trying to, you know, care about the respect from other people who you don't even know and you don't even respect. Like, just kind of let that go. There's people in my life I respect, and I know very well. And to be honest, I kind of do care, you know. And if they were to disrespect me or say something hard, like that's probably going to hurt. I'm probably going to have to deal with that because there's a level of relationship there. Mm-hmm. If that relationship isn't there, what are you? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you wasting so much time there? I don't know, just a question for thought. Last but not least, maybe you need to hear this today. This might be the very thing that you need to hear today. Restraint is a superpower. 
If you're easily provoked, then you're easily controlled. Ooh. Very right on. Spot on. Maybe, best, best yet. May, okay. Save the best for last. Maybe that's yes. what you need to hear today. If you're easily provoked, then you are easily controlled. Which now I'm kind of like to myself, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how much of that backfire? Like, I feel like I get provoked pretty easily. So I'm kind of, but you're not controlled. You say I'm easily controlled. Jen, you're looking at me. You're giving me, you're making so many nonverbal comments today. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Tell me what's behind the eyes. <laughs> what's behind uh, your eyes right now? Sleepiness. No, 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 no. Cause you were like um, winking at oh, me. Oh, I was thinking you in traffic. You give me the wink and the gun. <laughs> I was thinking about you in traffic. That's what I was, that was, that was behind the eyes. How I'm easily provoked. Yeah. Very. And you're easily controlled then because you lose your peace. That's right. Like that. Thank you, Vic the Soundshake. Yeah. yeah. I can't argue it. I'm guilty. Yeah. I mean, I'm, what am I going to say? What was you that? Know, I throw myself at, I'm guilty. I throw myself at the mercy of the judge, you know, which you are the judge of my <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to give respect to people who don't respect me. <laughs> <laughs> this is good, man. I'm sorry. You don't respect me. I'm not giving you respect. Um, restraint is a superpower. The oh, ability to be I, like I've got to. I got to tweet that, Instagram that, talk about that. That is that is money. How can we cultivate that though? Restraint, because man, I find myself getting even provoked. with disciplining areas of our life, our lips, our mouth, um, our actions. I mean, in every area, that is such. Can a I tell you nine times out of ten, dealing with bullies back in high school, and even helping our kids deal with people that would pick on them and stuff in, in school. Nine times out of ten. There, there were a few times where like you have to defend yourself, stand up for yourself, fight for yourself, right? And, and you should always stand up for yourself. But like you had to, you know, where, but nine times out of 10 with my sons, I remember this, like someone would be bullying them, calling them names. I was like, don't give them the satisfaction of letting them know it gets to you. Just like blow it off. Like it's something that even if it like, he's like, dude, he would say these things to me. And I'm like, next time he says it, be like, sounds good, man. Thank you. And just walk away. Like, don't, don't retort. Don't be like, why would you say that? Your mom. I, you know, don't do it. Don't let him. Don't let him see that it's getting to you. Just so good. Practice restraint. And here's what would happen: nine times out of ten, I'm not kidding. Ninety percent of the time, those bullies would just leave you alone because they were like, you know what? What the heck? Like, I'm not. There was no satisfaction for it from them because they're like, it was the restraint that stopped it. Now, there's that one. There's those rare circumstances where you're gonna have to maybe like call their bluff, right? Mm -hmm. But for the most part, just ignore them. Like people say stuff like, okay, sounds good. And just move on. You know, it's like with this guy, Willie on Sunday, who was like giving me his constructive criticism, which was just pretty much criticism. And I'm just like, cool. What was your name again? Awesome. How many times have you been here? Great. So maybe when you come back, we can talk more. Like, boom, just moving on. Like it's not getting, and you know, it, it disarms the thing. It's a superpower, but it's amazing how you'll so be so true. less controlled if you're just like, you know what, man, I'm just not going to allow you to provoke me. How do you do that, Jen? You, you're pretty good at staying even keeled. Yeah, I get well. provoked. I get provoked. But then I also, I feel like for the most part, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like I course correct pretty good and then like do the, do the right thing. I just think we only have so much energy and affection that you can actually give in a day. And there's so many petty things to get overworked about, get stressed about, have anxiety over, worry about. Like I think... I think for me, it's like I have so many other things that I have to do, want to do, love to do. And if I get so provoked by so much, get triggered, get off course, I, I, you just spin, I, I'll emotionally spin out of control. And, and so for me, it's like it's almost like my protect. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says guard your heart. Uh -huh. 
Like for me, it's like a protective mechanism that I default into. It's like, it's not worth it. I'm, it is what it is. They cut me off in traffic again. They, you know, like people, people are losing their mind over here. I'm just like, like the world is crazy. I mean, if you think about it for a minute and it's like, <laughs> how much, how much energy or effort are you going to actually give towards that? Like, yeah. and so I think for me, it's like, I want to live my best life. So I can't, I, I would rather restrain from reacting to so many things that could be very easily provoking for me personally and just mm-hmm. guard that in my own life and just do, and I know this sounds weird, do me, like do what, do what I need to do. Like mm-hmm. do, do what is, you know, easy. But people are such bad drivers. Terrible. Like, how do you? <laughs> Terrible. And I totally agree. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, we get to choose. So I love what you're saying because, okay, I'm thinking like one of the ways I probably do that is I compartmentalize. Like I put it, mm-hmm. I put it into, like I file it away to deal with another day and I don't focus on it right now. But it's still there. It's in the filing cabinet. What you're mm-hmm. saying, and I've actually seen you do this, you throw away the file. Mm-hmm. You don't compartmentalize. You just like chuck it. Like this file can't fit in the drawer. So, and I've literally watched you do that, which I'm like, how are you not bothered by this? And you're just like, you just moved on. You're like, I don't have time. I don't have virtue. And in fact, I don't have enough virtue. I'm not even going to file it away to deal with another day. holding on to bitterness or unforgiveness. It's like, they'll literally eat you alive. You throw away the file. And the moment that I can't get over something in a relationship is the moment I call the person up and it's like, hey, I got to talk. You are good like that. You got to have coffee. Yeah, so you either throw away the file or you open the file and close the case immediately. I've noticed that with you. Like, if yeah. there's an issue that you're like, okay, I'm not she willing. Sets up an appointment. Like, there's a person in my world Let's that I really need to talk with. Like, yours, like, right now. We're going to do this right now. And that's. And, and timing's everything, and I have to learn that yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. With more me, you've done that. And I'm like, we're not think, doing this. I right think there's now. just like. I have, I have filed that file far because deep into the file. If account. I start leaning into everything, becomes everything's personal. It becomes personal. It's like, I don't sleep at night. I'm mm. overthinking things. I'm thinking about over and over and the conversation is on repeat and it's exhausting like you know i think the other day just the other day we were talking about something i just told you i was like i can't i cannot talk about this topic anymore you actually say that to me a lot lately yeah i just like i i can't talk about this i don't know subject. if it's me or you but yeah you'll say that a lot you're like i cannot talk about this anymore I'm i like, can't it's gotta be you <laughs> well i kind of like and i don't want to but i mean i you're my sounding board so i guess i'll have to it's good I guess I'll just have to sound off to the wall, the mirror. I'll talk to myself, and then the mirror will agree with me. I'll be like, yeah, well said. So, <laughs> But restraint anyways. is your superpower. Yeah. I mean, we all need to remember that. That's yeah. just, I mean, even like in areas that we're dealing with, maybe it's, you know, discipline areas of working out, eating, over drinking, whatever it is. It's like that is, that will, that will serve all of us so, so well. Totally. So yeah, good. I feel that. Well, I hope this was helpful. At the very least, um, it gave us, Time to connect with you and each other. There's so many hand motions going on in Coffee Talk Studios all day today, by the way. Can I just say that to the listeners who can't see because this is a video? <laughs> Lil Ren and should Vita we, Salchik, we they have like doing sign language. They're on their phones. Like I've been so distracted. I'm like, is anyone paying attention? Jen's reading emails, which it turns out she was reading about the podcast. But like, like every, it's just what is happening all day today? Are we good? We're good. Coffee Talk Studios. Cheers, my loves. Thanks. How big speaking explicit thanks sign for language? To all our horrifying. All our rambling so, today. We thank you for anyways, your, your <laughs> undivided attention. Well, you didn't see what happened today, but maybe this is exactly thank what you, you needed to hear. Thank you for loving us as we love you. <laughs> Cheers, loves. All right, that was awesome. Just talking over each other the entire time. <laughs> all right, are we ending it? Can, before we do, can I say this? <laughs> 
we still recording? Try to end it like ten times. Jane, I've noticed sometimes when we're ending, like I'm like doing like the thing, and you're like, oh, like all the love, oh, good, no, and like you can't hear anyone. I'm trying to say you've talked enough. Like I'm trying to end it, and you're like, who will love you, love? I got a bit of a love. So, anyways, this is the end of the podcast. This is the end of the podcast. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Love. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. <laughs>